Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. Are you ready? that was Let's Go by Bean. Check out her music at beanmusic.com. Find Noelle Bean or uh, her artist name Bean on Facebook and YouTube. I love her music videos. I don't think she has a music video to that particular song, uh, but she does have other songs to music videos on YouTube. Noelle Bean, but again, her last name is her artist name Bean. Love her bubbly personality and, and music and all. Uh, but again, that was Let's Go by Bean. I'm starting out the show tonight, trying to wake you all up as it's Sunday night, you know, before the work week can all starts. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hope you all had a good weekend. I didn't do much, which is great. Honestly, I don't mind. Mostly houseworking and resting in between. I've got 10-hour work days ahead, so I'm kind of thankful for having a just kind of non-eventful weekend. The last weekend was eventful. I did visit family in Corsicana, 
had a great time with my birth siblings, nieces, nephews, all of them. But, um, yeah. Whew. All right. Let's see. Where do I even start? Hmm. I'm going to do the mix of trending topics and open mic tonight. So if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, including news, sports, entertainment, you know, music, television shows, all that stuff, you all know, I'm going to talk about Big Brother. It aired tonight on TV, so I'll definitely be talking about that. So if you're on the, and you don't want spoiler alerts, I'm giving you a heads up right now. (laughs) Um, What else? Oh, and then I'm also doing open mic, like it just want to open the forum up. Uh, I usually have it open anyway, but I'm officially announcing it for this segment. If you want to call in, um, of course, again, feel free to share your thoughts on any trending topics and or if you want to call in and participate in open mic night, I'd love to give you all a chance to share your beautiful voices and talents as well. So not just your opinions, but also your skills. So like if you play an instrument or want to sing a song or um, read a poetry or do spoken word, uh, tell a joke, uh, perform comedy, what have you. So we still got almost whole two hours to go. Plenty of time to call and say hello. Uh, that switchboard number, you might need it, might help, huh? It's area code 323-642-1556 and press 1 to talk live on air. Now, I myself, of course, host the podcast, but I want to give a shout out here shortly to a few of my favorite podcasts. So I'm going to play one more song, and when I come back, I'm going to share with you a few of my other favorite podcasts that I listen to, you know, support each other. In the meantime, uh, let me also give you my Twitter handle because... Some people are, many people are shy and like to tweet me during the show instead, and that's fine too. You can always do that anytime and say hello at Coffee Talk WC on Twitter. And uh, keep it family friendly, clean, is all I ask. <laughs> all right. So, again, if you want to call into the switchboard, which I encourage you to do to hear your beautiful voices, your opinions, and your skills. So, uh, trending topics and opinions and or open mic night talent. Again, that switchboard phone number. 323-642-1556 and they'll listen to the prompts and it, it tells you to press 1 to talk live on air and or message me on Twitter once again at Coffee Talk WC. Let me play one more song. When I come back, I'll, I want to give a shout out to a few of my favorite podcasts and share with y'all. In the meantime, here is let me find a different artist. Here is Glamour Zombie by Brandon Hilton. You can find him and his awesome work at on Facebook. Brandon Hilton. Enjoy. Who is more than you? 
to mention a few of my favorite podcasts I've been listening to a lot. Um, well, for a while now, but a couple even more recently. Uh, one of the newest ones that I just started listening to a few weeks or so ago that I love so much is called The Art of Bombing. And this guy interviews comedians and they share their like worst, the, the, the show they bombed the most, basically. It is so good. They talk about other stuff, too, you know, other insight as being a comedian and stories and all. It's really, really good. So, yeah, check out The Art of Bombing. I highly recommend it. Um, and the way I learned about that podcast was through my other favorite podcast called The School of, uh, School of Laughs. Excuse me. I don't think it's the, I think it's just School of Laughs with no the in front of it uh, by Rick Roberts. Um, I'm pretty sure you can find all these on iTunes. I know School of Laughs, you can go to School of Laughs dot com yeah art of bombing on itunes um yeah the art of bombing looks like uh, art of bombing dot l i b s y n dot com 
Uh, but again, you can find it on iTunes and School of Laughs. You can go directly to schooloflaughs.com and then click the section that says podcast. Uh, so School of Laughs is so good. I love Rick Roberts. This, this older comedian guy. Well, I don't say older. He's probably my age, a little older. He's, he just seems older because you know, I don't have children. He does. <laughs> but no, and, and, he, and he's an awesome veteran comedian. You know, I'm here I am, 44, just starting out, you know, an aspiring comedian. But he, um, you know, trying to get my but back at some open mics and conquer stage fright and been going to the gym, trying to get my confidence up and get in shape and all that good stuff. And we got a long ways to go, but Hey, it's, it's, it's progress, right? Anyway. Uh, so school laugh, he also interviews comedians. Doesn't really, doesn't really focus on the worst time. He might ask them here and there once in a while about their worst experience, but he, he more so just gets the insight, you know, how'd you become a comedian? What's your advice to other comedians? And he interviews all levels of comedians and all types of comedians from music type comedians, storyteller type comedians, uh, pun type comedians to, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And, uh, and I love that. I just love learning and getting insight from other comedians, you know, cause uh, study the craft, right? You know, the craft you love. So I love learning. I, I never get tired of hearing interviews with comedians. I love it so much. Um, and speaking of, since I host this podcast, if you yourself are a comedian or know someone you want to nominate or nominate or, or suggest to be interviewed on the show or anyone for that matter, you know, yourself or someone else, whether it's for stand-up comedy or another skill or story, inspiring story, what have you, I'm always open to suggestions. Uh, so feel free to always Send me your topic suggestions and guest interview requests. The best way to do that, again, is to reach me through Twitter at CosbyTalkWC. And um, a couple other podcasts I want to mention. And I'm going to play another song, and then we're going to dig deep into these trending topics and open mic night tonight. Um, starting with Big Brother, of course. Got to talk about that because I don't know what's going on with Sam. I want to know what exactly happened with this poor girl. She was all bubbly and happy, and all of a sudden she just flipped. I got depressed and angry. I don't know what happened. I don't understand it. And I just want to know what happened to this poor, sweet little girl contestant. She's not really a little girl. She's a strong woman. She may be short, but she's very strong. Uh, the welder woman on Big Brother. What in the world happened, y'all? Someone explain, please. I don't get it. Uh, and, of course, there's always lots to talk about. And on top of that, uh, in addition to that, about Big Brother. But my favorite podcast the other two are they're actually not comedy believe it or not uh well actually one of them does kind of relate to comedy sorry <laughs> ross matthews has straight talk with ross my, another favorite podcast of mine so technically i guess it is kind of comedy because it is kind of funny and he is kind of like a comedian but they have serious topics on there too like you know his mom has been fighting breast cancer he talks openly about that and shares you know his life story and he has like a group of friends and they all do the podcast together and each contribute to have little segments and it's really good it's really good and last but not least is my favorite that opens my horizon and I've been learning so much more about sports and not just like football or basketball but all sports in general which is awesome thank you Omar Miller my favorite actor love him dearly and uh, he's on Ballers on HBO so check that out and I think season three is about to start can't wait with the rock um but yeah so he and his brother so Omar Miller and his brother Terry have this podcast called the Ozone so definitely check it out. You can find Omar Miller and his podcast Ozone easily. Uh, look it up on Facebook. It'll link you right over. And um, yeah, and so sometimes they interview 
you know, his actor friends or, or even athletes on the show. But it is so fun to just, especially him and his brother, because they both laugh a lot. Like, they make each other laugh. They make the audience laugh. Like, I love, I just love listening to him. To be honest truth, when my grandmother passed away, uh, the movie 8 Mile came out. And this may sound crazy, but it's the truth. And, um, well, I saw the movie once before she passed away. And she passed away not long after I saw it. And I went back to the theater and saw it a second time after she passed away to cheer me up because of Omar Miller in the movie and his laugh. He plays one of the main friends of Eminem in the movie. And his I just loved his laugh so much. It would just make me laugh. It made me feel good. And then from there, I started looking up his, his name and all these movies. I think I've seen all his movies now. I love him so much. He's also the voice on the new um, animated Ninja Turtle show. Sorry, I don't really keep up Ninja Turtle show. Sorry. <laughs> he, I think he's the voice over Raphael. So congrats to, to Omar. But he's, my, Miracle of St. Anna is my favorite movie he's ever done. It's so good. It's based on a true story. Please check it out. It is amazing. But all his work's good. I love him so much. And he was also on uh, CSI Miami. So that kind of gives you a feel of who he is and all that. But yeah, so check out The Ozone with Omar Miller and his brother, Terry. And I want to say hello to Pianky. I see you in the chat room. How are you doing, Pianky? Good to see you. All right, so I'm going to play another song, and then we're going to start Sticking a bit deeper into Big Brother and some other trending topics. Let me find another song for y'all. Give me just a moment so I can collect my thoughts here. <laughs> right here is Reason to Live by Misty Mayhem. You can check out her music at mistymayhem.com. Enjoy. Be right back. Well, I ain't no millionaire living up high, looking down on the world, slave away so I can make a dime. I ain't up in Hollywood, memorizing lines, making money off my makeup.
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just read some of these tweets I found about tonight's episode of Big Brother, specifically about Sam the house guest, but some other aspects too, of course, about the show. But yeah, so again, if you want to call in and share your thoughts on any trending topics, including Big Brother, especially tonight's episode, the phone number again here, switchboard number is three two three six four two one five five six. Also, opening up open mic night if you want to call and share talent, music, comedy. Um, poetry, you know, all that good stuff and more, and or if you want to call in and share your thoughts, opinions on any turning topics from news to sports to entertainment, and again, right now I'm talking about Big Brother, the reality TV show on CBS. It is season 20. Just disclaimer, I've only started watching since season 15, so five seasons into it, but I really want to know the feedback of what people are are saying happened to Sam tonight. Like, I really want to understand why she just went from so bubbly to so depressed and angry. Like what happened? Like, is she, is that really her or is she, or do you think she's just, you know, trying to play the game? It is totally psychological warfare in so many ways. It's physical competition as well throughout Big Brother. However, I think there is a lot of psychological warfare. So sometimes it's difficult to tell if someone's really like depressed or not, or if it's just part of the act, you know, to play the game. I I really hope she's okay. I really can't tell. What do y'all think? All right. So let me find these tweets here. Give me just a moment and share this with y'all. Give me just a second here. All right. And again, let me just remind you while I find these tweets, the switchboard phone number again, area code 323-642-1556. And listen to the prompts, but I think you press one to uh, talk live on air. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Sam. Her real name is Samantha, but she goes by Sam. At least I think that's, and she's a welder. And apparently she has some um, viral videos. Uh, They call them recruits. A lot of people don't know, but it's just part of Hollywood. I'll just give you a little insight before I read these tweets. Okay. So I know cause I've auditioned for America's got talent. So I've seen this firsthand myself in that show. Um, not everyone is just auditions. Not everyone just tries out for, you know, auditions for America's got talent. Not everyone just, uh, um, auditions for big brother. So what happens is, uh, for example, America's got talent. The, the people like in charge of the show, producers and all, you know, they go on YouTube and they look for like people who have most views, have different talents, whether it's, you know, athleticism or, you know, like a, uh, I don't know, danger act or singer, what have you. Um, and they call them Q acts. And so what happens is they basically find, find these people, not all. Now, some people actually audition just, just in general, just like, weren't discovered and just go on their own and audition also make it on the show. It's a, it's a mix, but some of them are called QX. Uh, I met some of them myself when I auditioned, I was not a QX obviously and uh, didn't make it, but anyway, and, and the QX people are very nice too, you know, kudos to them. I mean, they're, everyone's working, you know, for their dreams. So nothing wrong with it. I'm not, I'm not shaming it in any way of just sharing a little insight. So, they go on YouTube and they find some of these these people like, hey, you know, she's got a lot of views. She's a really good singer or what have you. And then they 
basically contact them. They're like, hey, I'm from America's Got Talent. We're about to have auditions in Dallas, Texas, for example. Would you like to come audition? Um, we'll make a deal with you. You're a QAC, meaning that if you say yes, when you come in, you don't have to wait in line. We'll put you right through. Uh, pretty guaranteed, can't totally guarantee, but pretty guaranteed that you'll you'll make it through the first round. Um, you know, give them a little incentives like that. You know, you don't have to wait in line, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, maybe, I don't know for sure, but sometimes I think they even tell, well, I'm pretty sure they sometimes even help suggest what songs or whatever to do for that. Okay, so there's those people, the QX. Okay, now there's sometimes QX. I know this one girl for sure did not make it because, like, she ended up with a bad cold or whatever, but she probably would have made it through because she was a QX. And, they, and even then they told her to come back when she felt better so that she could, you know, the audition again and get on the show, but she didn't. But anyway, all right, so there's QX. Then on Big Brother, there's recruits. That's right, recruits. And so the rumor is, and I don't have this confirmed, but the rumor is that Sam is a recruit. So some of the people on Big Brother, they don't just go and audition. They don't just wait in line all day audition. Some of the people, CBS Big Brother, you know, reality show, they, those producers find, you know, like, you know, like, hey, oh, Sam's female empowerment representation you know she's a welder it's unique you know for a woman to be a welder uh on top of that she's got a big following on some i think it's instagram i'm not sure some social media sites she even mentions a little bit of this to tyler on the show if you if you watch off and on because i watch like the after i don't watch live feeds but i i watch the um the after show sometimes you know on pop tv and then i also just go to youtube sometimes and watch little clips that people that have posted from the live feeds anyway so, some of them are recruits. I don't know exactly which ones, but the rumor Sam is one of those recruits where they, you know, found her, you know, and it kind of makes sense the way she's talking, because some of them don't really understand the game, don't know the game, or they're playing dumb, like Tyler kind of knows, you know, is like a fan, knows the game, but plays dumb on purpose. So, the rumor is that Sam's a recruit, and... um Remember how I said earlier she's been so bubbly and nice, and she and she's amazing. I mean, she, you know, I don't know if I really agree when she was out of household how she chose the two uh, house guests to go on the block for personal reasons. I think it should have been the gameplay, but whatever, you know, to each their own. Uh, but I mean, she's got skills. She's a welder first of all. I think is amazing and artistic, and she's totally artistic. Like she's shown on the show, she she takes whatever is in that room and turns it into a craft. It's amazing. Like I crochet, so I'm really impressed. Like she can take lint from the dryer and and crochet it, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like she can. She is so artistic, and she, you know, like uh, they interviewed her mom, and her mom pointed out like in the past that she's been a bartender. Yeah, Sam's been a bartender and a hairstylist, and you know, of course nowadays she's a welder, but she she's got a lot of skills. You know, and she cooks and cleans. She, she doesn't like to sit still. And so she's been so lovey-dovey on everyone and caring, kind of like maternal instinct, so to speak, you know, in the house, you know. And I, and I was like, oh, that's cool, kind of like the house mom, I would call her. But I don't know what happened. So tonight's episode, she just started, like, flipping a switch, like, totally, 180. Like, all of a sudden, she's angry, she's crying, she's depressed, she's angry. Like, she went from 
uh, after they voted Bailey, Bailey out. She was the only one that voted, did one vote to keep Bailey just so that Bailey didn't feel like she was alone, even though the whole house asked her to vote with them, you know, so I think that might be part of it right there. Then the rumor is that she asked to be self-evicted, but production talked her out of it. So I don't know. I don't know. It's really weird. So let me know if you know what's going on because I'm so confused. All right. So I'm going to read some of these tweets that y'all are talking about Sam tonight because I really want to know what the heck happened. Like, what? where was her turning point? What happened? <laughs> so strange. Okay. This is kind of interesting insight here about Sam. Stop Tripping 007 on August 11th tweeted, Sam speaks in code. It took me over 50 days to decipher, but I think I got it. Once you understand her, you understand just how genius she truly is. She ain't your average gal. B20 Sam is, oh, Sam is 007 with a hand basket. <laughs> how interesting. Okay. All right. Give me just a moment here. That's from yesterday. I want to see what people are saying tonight after the show aired. Okay. Uh, oh, here's someone tweeted from Sam from the show. All right. Thank you, JB Levine 99. All right. So he wrote Sam's quote here. These people are not my friends. These people are here to win a bunch of money and they don't care what happens to everybody else. And he replied, yep. And since you're oblivious to the obvious, Tomorrow's Monday, water is wet, and what goes up must come down. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I have to agree with you because it is a game show. It's like <laughs> T underscore Oster uh, wrote, I have to agree with this. Well, says this is what my thoughts are exactly. I, he says, I don't think Sam knows that she is on a game show. You see what I'm saying? Like these recruits, some of them have no clue what they're getting in for. Or in many cases, they audition for another show. For example, uh, Cody and Jessica from uh, last season, uh, Jessica thought she was going on the Bachelor show. Cody auditioned for Survivor, but they both end up on Big Brother. Totally different show. (laughs) And then if you're a recruit where you just, I have no clue, you know, someone, can you imagine getting a call, like, you've never even heard of the show, like, hey, I discovered you online, I think you'd be a great, great contestant, will you please come be on Big Brother, you know, it's a chance to win $500,000 first place, 50000 second place, I mean, it wouldn't be drawn to that, you know, but you have no, could you imagine, though, no, not having a clue with what you're getting into, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Let me read a few more of these tweets. Yeah, give me just a moment here. I agree with. Thank you. Yeah, she she's she's sounding physical threat like now. Like she's scaring me. Like not only is she crying, depressed, but some of the stuff she said tonight. Like she was she was asking, "Do you know what it means to stomp a mud hole?" And then everyone's talking about how it was from the American History X movie. It just it was just a freaky scene. And uh, so it was Chris wrote. That Sam has been making physical threats and needs to be allowed to self-evict. I have to agree. I kind of hope they let her be self-evicted this week. But what happens if she's self-evicted? Hmm. Well, I guess that would just if no one else is evicted, it would just be her. But I will. I'll be so mad if they like do the regular eviction and then she self-evicts. I'll be so mad because that takes away from another contestant. Like I don't want them to bring any contestants back. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Because hmm. they made a big deal about this first time they're not doing the jury buyback. Whatever. Usually they let the like the first, I think, first four house guests that were, was it first four house guests? Or last four? I can't remember. Battle back. And one of them gets to win a chance to come back in the game. But this season, because they added this hacker twist, you know, new competition, um, they're saying they won't do that. Yeah. This is just so weird. I just want to know what happened to Sam, (laughs) y'all. It's really, really weird. Okay. So this is kind of taking from the quotes that Sam used tonight from the American History X movie. Uh, Castile, J-A-L-E, Roe. Give me just a moment here. Um, Give me a moment. Okay. It's official Sam is that crazy. I don't want to say curse word. <laughs> she went from stomping a mud hole to curb checking someone. Some quotes, curb checking someone and stomping a mud hole are quotes from the American History X movie, which I've never seen the movie. And now I really don't want to see the movie because it sounds so scary from the way Sam was talking. Oh, this might explain it. Sam is a smoker and bird school says Sam is having a serious nicotine withdrawal. I wonder if I wonder if that's actually accurate. I mean, seriously, because she went from being so sweet to what in the world happened to her? Why is she acting so mean and angry? It's just so strange. Very strange. Hmm. All right. So I'm going to play another song, come back, talk um, a few, some other aspects of Big Brother as well as some other trending topics tonight. And again, if you want to call and share your thoughts on any trending topics from sports to news to entertainment and or share, uh, share your talent, Open Mic Night also is open to the forum tonight on music, comedy, poetry, what have you. So again, the switchboard number here is area code 323. Uh, call 323-642-1556 and then press 1 to talk live on air. And if you are a fellow Big Brother fan out there listening, I hope you'll call in because I really want to converse with y'all. All right. Again, 323-642-1556. Press 1 to talk. And, of course, I want to talk to all of you because there's lots to talk about, Big Brother included, but other topics too. So no worries. So, again, call in about Big Brother or any other training topics and or participate open mic night. All right. I'll be right back. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this next song. Let me find it here for you. Give me just a moment. Here is The World is Our Mother by Robert Fallon featuring Brandon Helton. Enjoy.
average making wrong decisions. Instead of equality, we're putting up division. It's time to break past the gate. Come on now, do we really need debate? Freedom is worth more than a life. It's worth even more to me, so give it right. The Once again, that was The World is Our Mother by Robert Fallon featuring Brandon Hilton. And again, if you want to call into the show tonight, the Coffee Talk with Shell, where there's always variety in life. We're discussing Big Brother uh, currently, but um, doing an overview of trending topics as well as uh, opening the forum for open mic night. If you want to call and share your skills, your talent, music, comedy, poetry, what have you, or just call and share your opinions on any trending topics from news to sports entertainment again that switchboard number here is 323-642-1556 and press one to talk live on air or you can uh, tweet me live during the show tonight at coffee talk wc all right give me just a moment here it's really interesting i was just reading about the house guest and I was on Wikipedia, just kind of getting an overview of the contestants. So their ages range from, or did, because I think there's about nine or ten of them left now in the house out of 16. So at least six have been evicted, I believe. Um, So it looks like the oldest was Steve, 40, former undercover cop. He was evicted the first week. The youngest is, looks like Haley's the youngest. Oh, wow, 21. She is college student at A&M, go Aggies, Texas A&M, College Station, Texas. Uh, she's currently head of household, so she's kind of in the lead this week, so to speak. Um, wow. Tyler's my, i got to admit, Tyler's my favorite right now. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Bless me. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Um, Tyler is, wow, he's young. He's only 23, and he's a lifeguard from South Carolina. And Sam, I mentioned again, she's a welder. She's from Stewart's Draft, Virginia. She hangs out a lot with Rockstar. So now it's Angie Lantry, but her friends all call her Rockstar, so she goes by Rockstar. And she's 34. And Sam's 27. I was wondering their age difference, a seven-year difference. 
Um, yeah, interesting. So Rockstar is a stay-at-home mom from Columbia, Maryland. Hmm, that's just a, a, a few examples there, a mix of them, not all of them. Again, there's probably at least 10. Okay, give me just a moment here. All right. Okay, all right. Okay, so I just put out a, a poll on Twitter, and interesting enough, I did not think to even put Rockstar's name on this poll, and I'm already getting two replies so far, and both of them say Rockstar. I said, who should be evic- evicted next on Big Brother? So far, we have 35% Angela, 18% Casey, 47% Sam, because Sam you know, keeps on about self-evicting, uh, but production apparently talked her out of it. Um, I can't believe I didn't think to put Rockstar in that poll. Is there a way to add to the poll, or is it too late? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I think it's too late, Crumb. You can tell who watches the live feeds. or Well, I don't even watch live feeds. I, I re- <laughs> this is my ongoing joke. I read more than I watch TV when Big Brother is on because I tend to wa- read the updates on Twitter a lot. So technically, I kind of can tell who knows the updates from who's putting Rockstar on the <laughs> poll answers. But yeah, oh, interesting. Huh. Yeah, Angela Casey. Okay, but I was trying not to run that. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Let me just see before we switch topics a little more about Big Brother. Of course, you're all welcome to call in if you want to talk about Big Brother or any other trending topic or participate in open mic night. But I wanted to see a few general uh, tweets about Big Brother tonight. I know we've been reading about Sam the most because I, I was just so shocked and don't understand what happened oh this is a good quote good cops do oh no tracy shriver wrote good cops do cops and she wrote that in response to this this quote oh no Haley, i think made the mistake of taking a bath and getting drunk on wine while talking to tyler too much about her gameplay oh boy last night i think it was uh so she said I just wanted you to trust me. How am I supposed to show you? Wait until you're on the block again, win a veto, and take you down? And Tyler says, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Because, see, Tyler's only told Sam he has that power up, and I really hope Sam doesn't tell anyone. But then I'm afraid that if Tyler ends up having to use that power up eventually, that the that his house guests are going to backfire at him, you know, get mad at him like they got mad at Bailey for not telling them she had the power up. Oh, man. Uh, I really want Tyler to win the game, but it's gonna it's gonna be difficult. Mm. Ooh, ooh, there's a Tyler poll going on here. Let's go underscore two thousand. Want to retweet this? She asked, "Do you love him, like him, dislike him, hate him?" Okay, so I answered, "Love him." Fifty percent love him, twenty five percent so far said like him, thirteen percent dislike him, and twelve percent hate him. I love him. I can't help. <laughs> it's so funny people keep bringing up Fate because it's really the hive now. So basically, you've got level six, which is Tyler, Casey, and Angela on Big Brother, and then you've got the hive, which is Fest. Fessel, or also goes by Fessy, uh, Fessy, Haley, Rockstar, Scotty, and then you've got the floaters, Brett, 
JC and Sam. Did I forget anybody? I hope not. So to me, it looks like the numbers are yeah dwindling down. Unfortunately, on Tyler's level six alliance, they only have like three of them left. Hmm. But they think. See, that's where it gets confusing because they think each team thinks they have Brett and JC and Sam basically on their side. You know. Huh. But yeah. I can't, I mean, I don't really like floaters, but at the same time, you can't blame them for trying to play both sides, you know, to stay in the game as long as possible. Really interesting. All right. Oh, this is interesting. Sam evolving is a thing I like. Christina D23 wrote, let me retweet this. This is some insight. I, can y'all believe this? I think Sam actually had a crush on Brett. Now, Brett does seem pretty funny and stuff. So Sam says to Rockstar, getting over the fact I was trying to impress Brett helped me enormously. Doesn't matter what Brett thinks of me. Wow. So did she have a crush on him or... Or she was just trying to impress him for some other reason. I don't know. Oh, that's kind of confusing. Sounds like a crush. I actually thought she had a crush on Tyler initially. Just because, remember, like, week one when she had to be a robot and she talked to Tyler and thought they kind of made a final two deal that week one, you know? They seemed really sweet and close. But now that she's gotten acting all crazy, Sam, uh, Tyler's like, I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over Sam. So I don't know. But he needs the numbers, you know, especially if it's only solid three and level six. He needs, you know, Brett, JC, Sam could go either way. So yeah, he needs the numbers. And I can't wait to see what happens. Like, okay, so Haley, you know, Brett, I mean, uh, Tyler, Pinky promised uh, Haley that if she didn't, if she didn't put him up up front, you know, he'd rather hit her backdoor him. So that way, you know, cause he can only use that power up once to save himself. So he pinky promised her whatever you need me to do in the veto or hacker comp I'll do. Right. So mm, let's just say hypothetically he wins uh hacker or veto, especially veto. Will he really stay true to that? Will he really do whatever she wants? Even if that means going against his own level six alliance with Casey and Angela, I kind of wonder if he would because he made the deal with Haley, but also to earn her trust, but also because his numbers, you know, his alliance is dwindling down so much. And but then did that, I think it would backfire on him because then he he would basically be converting over to Haley's side, the Hive, they call it, the their alliance name. And then he would be, they call it like the totem pole. He would be at the lowest level of their totem pole. So, you know, if he does it, they're pretty much going to all get him out the next uh, next week. Don't you think? Well, they would try, but then he would use power. But you know what I'm saying? That's kind of my prediction if that were the case, if he does that. But I don't know. I don't know. It's really interesting. I'm intrigued to see if he uses, if, if he wins and if he does win, if he uses whatever, you know? And what do y'all think about this hacker comp? It's kind of a new interesting twist, isn't it? Hmm. 
Yeah, it's really interesting. All right. Well, sorry, some ad just came on playing. I don't know if y'all can hear that. Hopefully not. <laughs> sorry about that. Oh, okay. So let's see some trending topics. I know I've been talking a lot with, oh, a couple more general Big Brother tweets, and then we're going to see what's trending on Twitter and Facebook so we can kind of dive into various trending topics tonight. All right. All right. So, are y'all happy Casey won the hacker comp or not? Okay. All right, give me just a moment here. Oh, this is cute. Ashley White 23 wrote, dear, dear Big Brother fans, does Bailey do Bailey and Brett like each other? I kind of like them together. I don't think Bailey likes Fessy. See, that's confusing because Fessy obviously likes Haley the most. You know, like he really wants to be dating her and everything. But Haley's kind of, you know, doesn't want to commit to a showman, especially because she's on this game show and she wants Lalo. She's trying to win, but she. She does flirt back. She talks nice to Fezzi, but then she kind of flirts back with Brett. Like, it's hard to tell. I don't know. Oh, this is interesting. I know it goes back to Sam, but I want to share this. Evie, or Eve Young Deer wrote, Evelyn Young Deer is her full name. She wrote, Sam seems like a good person, but she did not have what it took even to come into the house. This is not church or social gathering. This is a game show, a competition. You compete, not try to make friends and try to prove how good a person or real you are. I, I totally agree with that. I am retweeting that. So true. So interesting. Okay. All right. So, again, that's some insight on Big Brother. I could talk about it all day, all night. So, if you're a Big Brother fan, please feel free to call in anytime. But I want all of you to feel free to call in and talk about any journey topics and or participate in open mic night. So, the whole hour to go, a little over an hour to go. Uh, switchboard number again. Call into the show here at 323-642-1556. And then listen to the prompts. I think you press uh, 1 to talk live on air and or message me on Twitter during the show tonight or anytime at Coffee Talk WC. <laughs> And in the meantime, I'm going to find a song. And when I come back, we'll talk about what's trending on Twitter and Facebook. Kind of get an overview of the moment. Always exciting. And uh, no Teen Choice Awards is on TV tonight. I'm actually recording on DVR. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Sometimes those are fun to watch. I'm not sure if that's the, is this not the Nickelodeon one, though. Oh, man, I was thinking I was recording the Nickelodeon one where they do the slime. But it's just fun to see. What the? I have like 20 nieces and nephews. I don't have kids of my own, but I have 20 nieces and nephews. So, so like that, you know, be the cool aunt, keep up, see what's popular. And I do listen to all music. Music's probably my favorite thing. So I'll be curious to see that category, who won, and all that. So yeah, Teen Choice Awards I know is on tonight. So let me know your thoughts on that if you've been watching it. If you agree or disagree with the winner so far. And speaking of Teen Choice Awards, here is. Brandon Hilton covering Katy Perry's teen, is it called Teen Dream or Teenage Dream? Oh my gosh, I forgot how to say the name of the song. Oh my gosh, where is it? 
I know I had it on here. Such a cute song. And, of course, when I'm looking for it on the switchboard, I haven't played it in a while. Oh, here it is. Teenage Dream, yeah, by Katy Perry, covered by Brandon Hilton. Enjoy. Such a cute, fun song. I love this music video, by the way, to Katy Perry's origin. You think I'm pretty without any makeup on. You think I'm funny when I tell the punchline wrong. I know you get me, so I let my walls come down, down. Before you met me, I was a wreck, but things were kind of heavy. You brought me to life now every February. You'll be my
Once again, that was Brandon Hilton covering Katy Perry's Teenage Dream. Still got over an hour to go. Plenty of time to call and say hello. And uh, if you want to share your opinions, your thoughts on any trending topics from news to sports to entertainment and or participate in open mic night, the switchboard phone number here is area code 323. Uh, Let me repeat that. Uh, Call into the show at 323-642-1556 and then press 1 to talk live on air. Oh, definitely want to give a shout out to my community mentor. I am so proud of her and I am so excited. I think I mentioned this on my last show, but I want to mention it again because it's coming up really soon. I'm so proud of you, Sean. And you know, I love you lost lady. She has her first stand up comedy special coming out. Y'all can view it. You can watch it August 24th. First, it'll be on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Xbox One, Vimeo on demand. You can go to hahachick.com and pre-purchase it. I cannot wait. There's even a little um, on her website on the main page. You can scroll down below her poster ad and you can watch a, a comedy special promotional video, a little synopsis, a little preview from her stamp special. It's so good. I love her catchphrase, stretch it out. Her, I've been being asked her this for years now. I've known her several years now. Her brother, I think his name's Derek. Yeah, Derek is a, I don't know if he's technically a chiropractor or helps in that way. And I always wonder if that's how she came with her catchphrase, stretch it out. <laughs> but uh, I am so, so proud of you, Sean. I cannot wait to see the special. I hope all of y'all check it out. You can send her lots of love. Sean Blosky, you rock. She is amazing. Just to give you a little background on her, she grew up a Jewish with a huge family in Oklahoma of all places. Could you imagine? <laughs> Jewish family <laughs> and a large family. Nonetheless, she has lots of awesome stories to tell you. So, yeah, I hope you'll give it a try. Check out her comedy special called Stretch It Out, of course. Her, her catchphrase, Stretch It Out, is the name of her comedy special. Go to hahachick.com, H-A-H-A-C-I. Excuse me, H-A-H-A-C-H-I-C-K.com. Well, I'm getting tongue-tied, so spell it just like it sounds, hahachicks.com. And again, you can pre-order her stamp special. Check it out. It's called Stretch It Out, August 21st. I am so excited, y'all. Can you tell? I cannot wait. Oh, my gosh. So cool. That is a huge goal that she has achieved, so kudos to her and I'm really excited I'm so happy that I went to LA several years ago and got to to spend time with her and her family Uh, her sister and mother were at her her comedy show she's a regular at the comedy store in Los Angeles and uh, I'm so happy looking back now it's kind of bittersweet you know I'm so happy I got into a chance to meet her mom an amazing lady and I come to find out that her mom isn't part of her stamp special which I think is so awesome what a beautiful tribute so I cannot wait to see it all right and let's see now just kind of go in general here I'm gonna also give a shout out to Ross Matthews looks like he was in Valley Pride oh follow him on Twitter hello Ross tell him Shell said hello and it says that's the wrap on the first annual Valley Pride all oh, good for you Ross now Ross you remember Ross Matthews was on Celebrity Big Brother. He came in second, and Marissa, who was in Hairspray, came in 
first. Marissa, I don't even know how to say her last name, Winokur. Uh, Marissa J. Winokur is her Twitter name. And then Hello Ross is Ross Matthews' Twitter name if y'all want to follow them. Well, interesting enough, um, they do this live. Well, I don't know if it's live, but they do a Facebook show. Facebook started this new thing, I don't know, a month or two ago on on Facebook now, or I have, well, I've only seen their show. I haven't seen others yet, but some people starting this new feature on Facebook where they host a show. So they host a show called Off the Block, kind of going back to Big Brother here. I know we're going coming full circle, <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. They evict, I mean, sorry, they interview the last house guest evicted. So like whoever's evicted Thursday night, they interview Friday, and then by Friday night, it's on Facebook. Uh, so check out. Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash, let me see the full name here, Off the Block with Ross and Marissa. And Marissa spelled M-A-R-I-S-S-A and Ann spelled out. So yeah, it's Off the Block with Ross and Marissa on Facebook. Of course, they interviewed Bailey last. They've interviewed Bailey, Rachel, Caitlin, Winston, Swaggy C, and Steve and they had one other show, a premiere show. So it, all the interviews have gone really well. Like I was like kind of nervous because Ross <laughs> called Swaggy C Soggy C, and um, luckily I was like I don't know if the interview's gonna go, but it, it went well. And then um, poor Rachel, of course, was just so so hurt and upset by Angela and uh, Bailey. Well, even even the night she got evicted, she seemed to have calmed down quite a bit, you know, when she was interviewed by Julie Chen. So I thought that interview would go well, which it did on Off the Block. But, yeah, I love watching the interviews on Off the Block because even though they were interviewed by Julie Chen, you get a little more depth, a little more time and in-depth to see really, you know, what they're thinking. Because they've had a night to themselves, you know, they're pretty much, I think, uh, isolated still, don't even have their phones back or anything yet till afterwards. So, you know, they go from being evicted to... Um, being interviewed by Julie Chen, and then I think from what I understand, don't quote me, but I think they go from there to like a hotel room for the night, and then the next day, you know, Friday interviewed by uh, Ross and Marissa, and then so because they ask them like, so you know, were you up all night? What were your thoughts? You know, any regrets? You know, since you were evicted and all that. So it's really interesting to to hear. So yeah, so to me, it's worth it. It's not, it even though they were just interviewed by Julie Chen just for a few minutes on. The night of eviction, I think off the block further interview with those evicted. Like I'm glad they're doing it because I've always wanted to hear more. Like oh, I would love to hear more because uh, I look forward to those backyard interviews at the end of the finale where they interview all the house guests. So I'm kind of glad now they're interviewing, getting giving each evicted house guest more time to share their thoughts or not long after eviction. You know, the next day. Pretty cool. Pretty cool insight. All right. So I know I keep talking about Big Brother. I say I will, then I end up talking about Big Brother. I'm going to have to like just work out every time I watch Big Brother or something. Seriously, because I watch so much Big Brother. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> it's a good thing I don't watch live feeds. Oh, my gosh. I could not do that. But I'm not that bad about it. Like I say it, but it's because it's on TV three times a week, and I usually don't watch much TV. I didn't even watch America's Got Talent yet because of Big Brother. Um, usually I just watch America's Got Talent and Big Brother when it's on TV. But then when I can't sleep at night, I'll watch the – after show on pop tv maybe 30 minutes whatever till i fall asleep or i don't watch it at all and i just dvr all of it and then watch it whenever <laughs> but i don't really yeah most of it i haven't watched like it's two or three hours long and i only watch maybe 30 minutes at most out of each of those three hour shows but again like i said earlier i really tend to read more than i watch tv because i tend to go to twitter 
and read the live instant updates that fans are sharing <laughs> about Big Brother <laughs> more than anything else. So, yeah, I do. I do read a lot, which isn't a bad thing, right? Okay. So, switching gears now, I promise to share what, uh, to recap what's trending on Twitter and Facebook at the moment, and then we'll kind of dig deeper into some of these topics. I mentioned a little bit about Teen Choice, so we may dig further on that here in a moment. Uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians is also trending. Uh, Did that just come back on air after that whole thing went down with Chloe, baby's daddy, and all that mess? Oh, my gosh. That was some crazy stuff. All right. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Okay. All right. So Tiger is also trending. Tiger Woods put on a show at the PGA Championship, apparently. Virtuoso Travel is trending. I'm not sure why. It says, did you know the Virtuoso Travel Network includes 17,500 advisors in 50 countries? They do 23.7 billion USD in sales. Wow. Focusing on luxury and experiential travel. More than 6,000 folks at this year's Virtuoso Travel Weekend Vegas. Oh, okay, so Jim Byers Travel shared that. So it looks like because of this Vegas convention and what have you. It's probably why it's trending. Well, school's starting to notice some of the ISD started trending. Did y'all notice that too? Um, 90 Day Fiance is trending. It always does. I've never seen the show, but it always trends Saturday night because that's when it's on. <laughs> or HOP, which is Real Housewives of, I'm not sure because I don't watch the show. Is it Philadelphia? PGA Champ is also trending. I don't know where I really don't know where that is. I think I had to look up this before and forgot. Where is RHOP? Oh gosh, now I gotta find it. I gotta know the answer. Is it Philadelphia? I'm just thinking of the main town that starts with Philadelphia. I'm probably totally wrong. Oh nope, totally wrong. I do remember I did look this up before. Potomac. That's Maryland, right? Yeah. Okay, my bad. I just don't watch I only watch like when the first Real Housewives show came out, I think first or second, I don't know, I'm, just, I'm glad I don't watch all those shows, because I really don't want to watch too much TV, I'm not kidding, I went to the library, I got like 20 books, I hadn't been in the library in 10 years, and then I go on my birthday week, it was wonderful, I joined a gym, start going to workout classes, and joined the library that's right next to the gym, how clever is that, I didn't even put two and two together until I saw it, so I thought I want to improve myself mentally and physically. And how cool is that that the city thought to put a gym, you know, rec center, so to speak, but it has a gym included, the rec center, seniors rec centers. So there's this, the, the rec, the, the, the rec center has the gym and the main part on the left side. And then on the right side is the senior rec center. And then right behind it is, the library and it's all amazing because these are all newer buildings and this isn't actually my hometown I live five ten minutes from the city where I go to the gym and the library <laughs> and it's wonderful I love it so much how cool is that though I would have never thought to put a library next to the rec center slash gym but isn't that awesome I mean it's all improving your life you know, physically, mentally, it's it's just awesome. I love it so much. And it's convenient because, like, now when I need to return my library books, they even have a drive-through. I can just drop them off. It's convenient because I'm already going to the gym, you know, to the workout classes and stuff, right? How cool is that? <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, what else is trending? Okay, so my bad. That was Real Housewives of Potomac, Maryland. Uh, Garage Sale Mysteries is trending. Insecure HBO is trending. Brooks Kopka, I'm not sure how to say the last name, won the PGA Championship. Congrats to them. So they're trending. Hmm. 
see what people are saying with keep out Kardashians. I'll admit I'm recording that at 10 o'clock. It's on, I know it's on air during my show, my podcast, but I record it at 10 o'clock when it replays later. And just so I kind of remember, because sometimes I'll watch it tonight, sometimes I'll watch it later. So that way it's on DVR. I can decide to watch it live or just let it record and watch it later. If I watch it live now, I just stop the DVR. Working is not my priority as a very rich person thing to say. Lil Fizzle underscore said, uh, quoted from the show, I guess. I don't know. I haven't watched the show yet. And then WTF Jag wrote in response to that. I mean, she literally said that. Hashtag no words, element AO. <laughs> I'm retweeting that. That's funny. Yeah, working is not my priority. <laughs> that that sounds like well um, I'm guessing Courtney said that or one of the one of the girls with kids probably said that. Do they all have kids now? Oh they all have kids now because Chloe has kids. No no. No. Yeah. No, Kendall. Kendall's the only one that doesn't have kids now. So she might have said it. Hmm. How funny. When your ex looks at your Instagram story, if you're watching, we hate you. <laughs> oh, they are so silly. I thought, oh, who are they talking to? Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Kim and Chloe. Chloe's my favorite. Who's your favorite Kardashian? If you like the Kardashians, Chloe's my absolute favorite. Um, what else are people saying? Let's see. Oh, this is funny. Courtney says, we need to talk to solve our problems. Also about Courtney while Chloe's trying to talk to her. <laughs> and then she shows a picture of Kim on her phone. Oh, terrible. Yeah, they're always on their phones. And they're like, well, we need to talk to each other, but they're always on their phones. How oh, silly. Oh, I love Chloe. She's so funny. She asks, "Have you ever, have you guys ever crazy, played any crazy pink pranks on your parents?" I had to art shame my mom, Christina, right back for art shaming me. LOL. What do you guys think of my art? <laughs> that is so funny. I can't wait to see that. So that sounds really silly. My dad pranked me. Well, my dad pranked me all the time. But one of my most embarrassing pranks, I would say, is went to San Francisco with my parents. And <laughs> we went to Fisherman's Wharf, and they had this, uh, I used to karaoke when I was younger. Because I always say I can't sing, but I karaoke, because I don't have a singing voice. And they they had, a um, like, one of those karaoke booths. Gosh, this was way before the internet. Well, it actually wasn't that long before the internet. internet came out, like, a, that next year or two. But anyway, it wasn't, like, a thing, like, nowadays. But anyway, um, so... I thought I was going in the booth to just do my little recording and get, you know, it records this cassette tape, come back and, you know, just my, my own, just me. Well, come to find out a couple of things that happened afterwards was that I had no idea, silly me, didn't realize that, that when I was karaoke singing, uh, karaoke, I don't sing, um, I had no idea there was like some kind of speaker outlet. So everyone outside on Fisherman's Wharf could hear how bad I sang. And, of course, when I leave the booth, everybody's laughing. Because, like, this, you know, it's like closed-in little booth. You're shut and just, you know, kind of like the mall. You know, you see, like, a photo booth, but imagine the door closes. Oh, I was so mortified. 
and then to make it worse, um, later that night we're getting the car to go back to the hotel, and I thought I'm really dating myself here with cassette tapes, but anyway, you know, before iPods and CD players, all that, and I thought my dad was about to play this cassette tape, like one of his music, you know, his artist, whatever, one of his own tapes that he had in the car. And all of a sudden he hits play, and all of a sudden I hear myself singing. He had switched out my tape without me knowing, and I was so embarrassed. Of course, my parents started laughing because, you know, of what had happened at <laughs> Fisherman's Wharf, where everyone heard how terrible I sang. But anyway, it's pretty funny looking back, but I was really embarrassed, like so embarrassed. But I've pranked people too, to be fair, so, you know, I deserved it. But I was so embarrassed. Yeah, I used to prank call mostly in college in the dorm. I would prank call people all the time. So bad. Um, okay, let's see what else is trending. I don't want to read about Kardashians too much because I haven't even seen the episode yet. Oh, we have got to talk about this. What in the world? Why did this guy do this? A friend of a man. Okay. What happened to this guy that stole a plane and fairly crashed it? So all, oh my gosh. Stolen plane halted air traffic in Seattle, crashed with only rogue pilot on there. Was he just trying to commit suicide? Were people actually on the plane in the first place and he got them off? Or was it just a a plane empty and he, uh, I don't, I gotta look up the story. Like what the heck happened? This guy apparently was suicidal or something and everyone's like the neighbors and friends they interviewed were like no he, he seemed fine I had no idea like oh it's just just terrible just terrible alright give me just a moment here Okay. Trying to find more on that story. And we'll see what else is turning. But yeah, this is crazy. Like, just awful. There was two stories that caught my attention. This one and the one where the girl almost died that her friend pushed her. Like, their their friends hanging out. They were on this bridge. And this girl is, like, contemplating about jumping into the water. And her friend pushes her when she wasn't prepared and so she you know when she she's pushed into the water and it's kind of far down and so she wasn't properly jumping into the water and she ended up with all these injuries and oh it's just awful just awful and they interviewed the girl and she's like oh, i'm going to choose my friends more cautiously and then her the girl's parents are like i, think, I guess she's underage because the girl's like yeah we want to um wow we want to um definitely, you know, do some kind of, uh, you know, press charges, hope she gets some kind of punishment. Wow. Okay, so so let me try to read a couple of insight on both those stories. So this one going back to the plane story. This is from CBS 12. It was posted Friday. And it says the investigation continued Sunday into the uh, man who stole a Horizon plane Friday. His family members mourned the loss of the pilot. 
Richard Russell stole the Bombardier Q400 plane at SeaTac Airport, which is Seattle Tacoma Airport, Friday night, then crashed on uh, Keetron Island about an hour later, investigators said. Saturday night, Russell's family called him a faithful husband, loving son, and good friend. In a statement, they called Russell, whose nickname was Bebo, warm, kind, and gentle. They said his death comes as a complete shock. A childhood friend remarked that Bebo was loved by everyone because he was kind of gentle to each person he met. Uh, and Matthews, his former co-worker, said he was like a brother. He always had a smile on his face, would joke around. Literally, I can't think of anything bad to say about him. He was just an all-around great guy. The family also thanks the authorities, Alaska Air, and the community for their prayers. Now they're asking space to mourn. And the FBI is investigating how the employee could have, you know, stolen the Horizon airplane. So strange. Just that, uh, he had stolen turboprop and had security clearance to be among aircraft. Oh, wow. So strange. Oh, okay, so the plane was empty. It says the airline employee stole an empty Horizon Air turboprop plane took off from the airport Friday night. Video shows him doing large loops and other dangerous maneuvers. He was chased by military jets before crashing into an island in the Puget Sound. So there says that if the man knew how to do loops, he likely had the skills to target people on the ground. Oh, wow. Yeah, it just makes you wonder, what was he thinking? I'll have to read more about that later. Feel free to comment share your thoughts, too. That is so strange. All right, give me just a moment here. We got 40 minutes to go. Um, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the song. When I come back, I'll, I'll share more on the other story about the girl who was pushed by her friend into the water that had a serious life-threatening injuries, and she's very lucky to be alive. All right, so 40 minutes to go. Uh, again, if you want to call into the show, the podcast, and share your own thoughts on any trending topics. From news to sports to entertainment and or participate open mic night, including comedy, poetry, music. A switchboard number again, three call into the show at three two three six four two one five five six and press one to talk live on air or message me on Twitter during the show at Coffee Talk WC. And then in the meantime, since I'm not sure if I'm gonna hear from my dear friend Emmy. I love you, Emmy, Air Force Emmy. She's, I call her sis. She's gone through so much. Please keep my friends from the Screaming Eagles, soldier friends, Army unit, serving overseas in your prayers, as well as Emmy, who's close to them, who's in the Air Force. And uh, this song I always play every week for, for them and all military and veterans and their loved ones. I can never say thank you enough for all you all do. So here's my song for you, each of you. Time to Go Home by Michael Franti at Spearhead. Be right back.
Once again, that was Time to Go Home by Michael Franti and Spearhead. You can check out their music and tour dates are currently on tour at michaelfranti.com. My favorite band. I love them so much. Shout out to Mr. Franti and his wife, Sara. Oh, my goodness. They are expecting a baby boy in September. I cannot believe that's coming up so soon. I'm sure they are so excited and ready themselves, of course. <laughs> Sorry, especially. But yeah, September. Wow. That is crazy. That's kind of cool. I met the first time I ever met Mr. Franti and his band was September 30th, 2010. So September will make, wow, eight years ago. That's awesome. Almost a decade ago that I met them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I... I Got to introduce him and his band on stage at House of Blues in Dallas and became friends with them and were reunited adoptees and much more in common. It's pretty cool. I could go on and on, but I won't right now. But uh, again, check out michaelfronti.com for for his band's music and tour dates. All right. Um, so I want to share more about this story. This Ironically, it looks like this also happened in Washington. You know, we just went from the plane story to this story. But here we go. This was posted actually a couple of days ago. But it gives some insight. Um, this is on WashingtonPost.com by Samantha Schmidt. Whew. I don't even, I haven't watched the full video yet. Let me see if I can kind of. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. It looked really bad. Oh, my gosh. I knew I'd seen part of it. I hadn't seen the full video. There's a video along with the article, and I just have it on mute, but click play, and it looked bad. Oh, my gosh. That fall looks so bad. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to kind of paraphrase this article here. Uh, The bridge at Mountain, Molten Falls, excuse me, scenic forested park in Washington State, about 40 miles north of Portland, Oregon, looms 60 feet, 60 feet, y'all, above the water. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine being on a bridge 60 feet above water and your friend pushes you when you're unexpectedly in land into this water and have life-threatening injuries? I, I cannot even imagine. Well, actually, I have a story. I want to read this story to you, and then I'm going to tell you what happened to me in third grade when I actually was pushed in unexpectedly and almost drowned as a result because a friend pushed me. But it's not – it is pretty bad, but when you – in comparison to this, it doesn't sound that bad anymore. <laughs> All right, but I'll share that story after this. Okay, here we go. Um it says here that large rocks out along the river shore sign says that diving from the bridge is prohibited. See, I was wondering that, like, why are they all on the bridge in the first place diving? Like, ugh. It says, but that doesn't stop many thrill-seeking teenagers from leaping into the cool river on a hot summer day. You can jump into the river safely from other places like a diving board instead of a bridge, people. Come on now. I know they're just being kids, but come on now. All right, so on Tuesday afternoon, 16-year-old Jordan Holgerson and her friends prepared to do just that. In her swimsuit, she stood on the outer ledge of that bridge. One member of the group started filming a video. And it someone could be heard counting down, three, two, one. But she hesitates. No, I won't go in, she says. She's saying, no, a young man next to her says. Ready? Someone asks. She doesn't have a chance to respond. She's facing the river, but clearly not in a position to dive or jump properly. Suddenly, a young woman shoves her from behind with considerable force. So Holgerson falls through the air, her arms swelling. She plunges to the equivalent of three stories, remember 60 feet, for about three seconds, oh my gosh, before she hits the water below in a violent belly flop. 
Her friends shout. One of them curses. Oh, my gosh. Wow. At about 2.45 p.m., ambulance crews arrive, rush her to the hospital. This dramatic fall left her with five broken ribs, an injured trachea, a bruised esophagus, and air trapped in the lining of her lungs, her mother, Janelle, told the Longview Daily News. The Clark County Sheriff's Office is investigating the incident, according to the Columbian. She is lucky she's not paralyzed or dead, her mom said, who's a medical assistant herself. Oh, my gosh, irony galore, told the Daily News from the hospital. We're lucky she's going to recover and not have permanent injuries. Whew, amen. Her daughter knows the woman who pushed her off the bridge. I'm very upset with her, the mom said to the Daily News. She is an adult, and I'm sure she should have known better. She could have killed my daughter. Jordan's sister, Vanessa, told KOIN she thinks the friend who pushed Jordan tried to do it jokingly and didn't know what could have happened. You don't really play around at 60 feet, Vanessa said. There's no good way you're going to land when you get shoved off a bridge. Another sister of hers told KOIN she confronted the young woman on social media. She pretty much said that she was sorry for doing it and she wouldn't have done it if she knew the outcome of it and that she knows it was an absurd thing to do, Sister Caitlin said. Uh, told the TV station, adding that she thinks the woman should suffer consequences. But when Jordan and her family spoke to reporters at the hospital on Wednesday afternoon, they declined to comment on the woman who pushed her. Probably a side note, I'm just saying myself, probably attorney's advice, why they didn't comment on her. Uh, Surrounded by two friends and one of her sisters, Jordan said she never jumped off the Moulton Falls Bridge before, but she had previously swum in the area and had seen people attempt the jump before. They were fine, she said. She said she doesn't remember thinking about anything when she fell. In the air, I think I might have fainted, she told reporters. But when I hit the water, I was definitely awake and aware. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine, y'all? As she flailed toward the water, she tried to push herself forward so she could fall straight with her feet first. But that didn't work, she said. I went under, and I thought I was swimming fine, but I don't know. I couldn't breathe. So that's all I could really think about. She doesn't like that the video of her fall has become viral. It's just scary, she said. The teenager said she's still in a lot of pain and cannot do anything active for about six weeks. Her surgeon told KGW the outcome of the fall could have been far worse. This could have been horrible. She could have died. When you fall three times your height, 50% of people will die. Oh, what an interesting statistic. Three times your height. Oh, I'll do the math there. Like, I'm 5'4", so what's 5'4 times 3? 4 just... Hmm, I hadn't thought of it that way. Three times your height. So, 5 times 3 is 15 feet. And 4... 4 times 3 is 12 inches. 15 feet, 12 inches. So, oh... 12 inches is one foot, so 16 feet. Oh, so if I fell 16 feet, 50% of people will die. There's 50% chance I would die. Oh, my gosh. I never heard it said that way. How interesting is that? It makes sense, though, doesn't it? Wow. So when you fall three times your height, 50% of people will die. The surgeon told the organic. I can't say this name, organ. No, I'm trying to say organ, but it's like a newspaper name, like organ. Uh, but falling onto water from 60 feet in the air 
That's like falling on concrete. Oof, she could have broken her neck. She could have been quadriplegic. Yeah, she's very lucky. She's not paralyzed or dead. Injuries are not uncommon at the Arch Bridge there. Uh, Molson Falls Regional Park spans 387 acres and has two waterfalls. While swimming is allowed, there are no lifeguards on duty. Are you serious? Well, I guess now I think about a lot of places like that don't have lifeguards on duty, do they? I hadn't thought about that before. Like the national parks and stuff, there's not a lot of lifeguard on duty. Why is that? How weird. Hmm. Oh, wow. According to the County Public Work Agency, I have never thought about no lifeguards on duty in many places like that. Oh, interesting. It says, last year, a 47-year-old man was injured after leaping from the bridge and landing in a sitting position. Wow. Emergency crews rescued him from a river by boat, finding him resting on a rock shelf along the shore. you got to land in there just right, or you can't get hurt, Fire Chief Ben Pillar told the Columbian at the time. Every summer, we have a couple of people out there who get hurt, and people do drown. Jordan told reporters she does not advise jumping off the bridge at all. Just stick to the rocks, she said. One reporter asked the teenage girl how she's choosing her friends these days after the fall. A lot more careful, she responded. Oh, I bet. Goodness me. Oh, this is interesting. The medic, uh, a username here on the Washington Post, wrote a little, uh, no, actually not a little, couple of paragraphs, <laughs> uh, comment. And it says about that article story says, for those wondering why there was no assault charge or an attempted murder charge, please realize that there is a legal term called mens re. To prove guilt, you have to prove the intent along with the act. Oh, because the friend thinks she had no intent of hurting her. Yeah, she was just playing around when she pushed her. Oh, wow. Uh, and dear Samantha, please stop helping contribute to oh Samantha's the the author of the article. Stop helping contribute to the dumbing down by calling it what it is. A pneumothorax not air trapped in the lining of her lungs. I do realize though that the doctors probably couched it in those terms for her mother. Oh wow. How interesting. That's yeah. Yeah, 'cause that that answered some of my questions there. What about y'all? Goodness me. That is so frightening. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if there will be any uh legal punishments and if so what. I wonder how old was the friend that pushed her? Goodness me, another teenager under under eighteen or an adult, I'm not sure. Can't remember. Okay. Really interesting. Okay, so we've got twenty minutes to go. Plenty of time to call and say hello. <laughs> I've been discussing trending topics. If you want to call and share your thoughts on any trending topics from news, sports, entertainment, and or um, share your talent. I'm also open, opening up open mic in the forum tonight. So uh, music, comedy, poetry. The switchboard number again is 323-642-1556. I think I just woke my dog up. He's so cute and all taking a nap next to me. And I just wanted to lean over and pet him and I Sorry, I woke you up, Prescott. I love you. Want to say hi to everybody? Say hi. Say hi. All right. Prescott sends his love, especially to the the military and their canine partners and and my dear sis, Emmy, in the Air Force. We love you. All right. In the meantime, let me play another song. I'll be right back. Give me a moment here. 
on the song called Sunshine by Bean. Enjoy. Give me just a moment here. Sorry, here we go. Seven years since you've been gone. Remorseful little voices saying what's done is done. Midnight chimes and I fight back the tears of our bitter goodbye. Once again, that was Sunshine by Bean, and you can find her, Noel Bean, on Facebook and find her music videos and such on YouTube as well, her artist name, Bean. And, um, oh, okay, so a couple things. I was going to share 
Uh, my personal story. Okay, so we were talking about that girl's friend jumping, you know, pushing her off the bridge when she wasn't ready to jump and all that. Okay, so I was in third grade. All right, so here we go. All right, here's here's my friend pushing me unexpectedly story. But oh, all right, where do I start? Okay, so we had just moved in the middle of the school year. Um, technically that summer before, uh, so summer after second grade, I moved from Waco to, um, I have a point to this in a minute, but <laughs> we moved from Waco to, to Dallas, Fort Worth. Now we were on, um, one side, like a different city, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth has tons of metro cities. So I was in one of those cities and we all lived in this particular city for six months. I always say third grade was the worst school year ever for me because it really was I almost drowned and I had pneumonia almost died it was I almost died twice in third grade it was really bad and we moved like three times well twice okay technically twice but you know I had to be in three different towns I had to leave Waco where I lived till I was eight years old then I had to go to this other city in Dallas fourth metro area <sighs> I live in this townhouse very small townhouse ironically only time I ever had my own bedroom the rest of the time I always shared my bed, a bedroom with my sister older sister but um Anyway, it's kind of ironic because it was two-story, but it was tiny. Anyway, I'm getting so off track. Okay, so um, okay, so the irony is that I, people, most people assume that I got pneumonia because I almost drowned. But the irony is that I had pneumonia for the six months I lived in that town. And then we moved to the, the next town in Dallas, where we end up living most the rest of my, my school years. And so I so keep that in mind that, you know, I've moved, I've left most of my family, I only got the immediate family, you know, I don't have no friends, I, I, I go to this new school, I get pneumonia, I missed school for like six months pretty much, hardly even went to the new school, and then I got to move again and make new friends, and so one of the classmates had a few very nice, very nice Elisa Mullins to do that, her mom probably insisted, but it was still very nice, and so they had all classmates invited, and so I went. I thought it was a great opportunity to make new friends, blah, blah, blah. Well, unfortunately, I didn't know how to swim at that point in time. I know, very embarrassing to admit, but it's true. I was in third grade, and I did not know how to swim. I didn't even know how to tell time to, like, second grade. I was like, I'm one of those, like, I'm a slow learner, but once I learn it, I get it. I really get it, and then I get really good at whatever. So, anyway, it's like math. Like, I'm really good at math. But, anyway, um, okay. So I'm at this pool party, you know, hanging out, everything, making friends. And, you know, I've been in school maybe a month or two at this point, at this new school, not too long. And, you know, finally over the pneumonia, thank the Lord, all that, right? Getting well and enjoying life, making new friends, getting adapted. And talk about a friend pushing you, not expecting a bad result, you know, just playing around, you know. So I'm at this swimming pool party, this birthday pool party, this girl's family's backyard, very nice big pool. And um, there were a group of us, and I to this day don't know if the others didn't know how to swim either or they're just doing it. I don't know. But there was a few of us that were going to hold hands, and we all put on floaties. I had to because we decided we were going to jump in the deep end of the pool. Stupid me, right? But I thought, okay, yeah, I can do it because I'm wearing a floaty. No problem. Well, one of the friends pushes me right before, you know, I'm going to jump. So I wasn't ready. Like she just ran up behind me and pushed me. Like I didn't even see it coming. Well, she pushed me so hard that the floaty literally flew up and like went off me. 
And next thing I know, I am bobbing. I can still remember so vividly. It still freaks me out. <laughs> I remember bobbing up and down under underneath the water, like stuck under the water. I could not get up. I didn't know how to swim, and I was literally drowning. No joke. And not long thereafter, I could remember hearing voices. I couldn't hear what they're saying, but I could hear them. It turned out that the parents at the party, there were a few parents, like three or four parents, especially the, the host parents, immediately jumped in to try to retrieve me. And eventually one of them did, but it, it felt like the longest time ever. Like I did not think I was going to live through it. And I was so frightening. And so what happened afterwards was I didn't end up giving getting asthma and sick again. And I still to this day have to be careful with asthma. I've had pneumonia off and on through the years. Uh, so when I get it, it gets kind of bad. Um, but anyway, and so what I remember most after all that, a couple of things that stand out is one is the, the, the mom that the mom that did actually, I think the mom that did technically save me. So to speak, like all oh, tried to save me, all the parents, but the one I remember, like, I think, pulled me up or whatever because I remember her like having me sit on this towel and, and drink soda to burp and I still do this trick to this day like if you have asthma and you can't breathe I don't know why it opens airways but for me I drink a big red to burp and it helps so and that's where that started was that day when I almost drowned and the mom's like drink the soda burp burp get it out get it out you know, of course I had to get all the water out first so it was awful so awful anyway and I'll, actually two more things stand out so that stood out and the two other things that stand out to me that from that day are the girl that pushed me, I never said who it was. And all the parents were, that were there wanted to know, and I would not tell them. I knew who did it, but I, would, I just I didn't want to be that person. And uh, I, just, I just never did to this day. I just never did say. And, um, and so that girl, that friend that pushed me, her mom happened to be there having to be like one of the host parents, you know, helping out with the party. And her, I don't know if some, I don't know if the, someone said something to the mom or not. Like someone, cause it happened so fast, you know, she was just being silly and she had no intent to hurt me. She was just playing around, you know, running up and pushing me and laughing and being funny. But anyway, uh, it was really awkward cause, the, <laughs> cause that girl's mom comes up to me at one point, you know, while I'm trying to drink the soda and get all that and burp and everything, breathe, breathe. And, and that girl's mom actually asked me like, what, uh, what happened? Who pushed you? And I, I just could not tell her. I could not tell her. And the other thing that stood out that always kind of freaked me out, especially cause I was new to that town stuff. And I'm guessing, especially now looking back, the, 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 the host parents were probably too afraid like it would backlash at them or something. I don't know. But the weirdest part is no one ever told my parents. And I sure as heck wasn't going to say anything because I was afraid I was going to get in trouble and I wouldn't be allowed to go to any more parties and I wouldn't have any friends. So I never said anything. So I never, ever told my parents. And, of course, now they're both in heaven. So they're probably like, why do you ever tell us this? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I never told my parents. I almost drowned. And because, like, when my dad, came, my dad came and picked me up, he just, you know, he never really like got out of the car or anything. He just pulled up in the driveway, honked once, and then went out and went home, and nothing was ever said. And the, and apparently the, you know, birthday girl parents, all the parents, you know, the host parents, all of them chose not to tell my dad or my mom, you know, my dad specifically because he didn't want to pick me up. That no one called or, 
I'm just glad it wasn't a worst case scenario. So when I read that story, that's what made me think of that whole thing. But I, you know, I was only in third grade, but I could have drowned. I mean, it could have gone pretty bad. Luckily, it didn't. But I had a choice, and especially when that girl's mom asked me, "Who did this? Who pushed you?" I couldn't. I could just couldn't tell her. Your daughter did, so I chose to not tell anyone, and I chose not to tell my parents. But I was so shy. Like even before that, when I had pneumonia. Um, and the other city prior to, you know, moving to that city was the pool party and all that. Uh, when I had pneumonia and finally got released back, go back to school, and it was like in the fall or whatever, you know, cold season, um, I had a note and I was too shy. I didn't even give the note to the PE teacher. I just thought, I'll just do whatever they want me to do in, in physical education class, you know, PE class. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to have to give them this doctor's note because I was embarrassed. And my older sister went to that same school at the time. And happened to see me running a mile out in like snowy weather after I just after I got back to school after six months from being out with pneumonia, and of course told my parents and they were livid. So yeah, could you imagine if they had found that was bad? That didn't go well. And then could you imagine if my parents had found out? Like part of me regrets that I didn't tell them, but I don't really regret not telling on the girl. But then maybe I should have just because you know she hopefully learn from that. I never really saw her goof around like that after that happened. So I think it helped from from her seeing the repercussions of pushing me and me almost drowning, you know, calmed her down. But I just didn't want to, I don't know. What would you have done if you were me in third grade? Would you have told your parents you almost drowned? Would you have told on that girl that pushed you? I don't know. Everyone's different. I was really shy back then too, keep in mind. And I didn't have any friends and I just moved there. But anyway, so that's my interesting side note story on that <laughs> all right so we still got five minutes to go i know there was something else i was going to share with y'all that I totally blanked out and forgot oh i hate when that happens now it'll probably come back to me as soon as the podcast ends oh man okay all right so i want to play another song as we wind down tonight but just wanted to remind y'all if you ever want to uh submit your guest interview request and or topic suggestions don't forget to reach out or just say hi you can do that anytime via twitter at coffee talk wc and let me find a song for elena just want to say thank you so much for listening to coffee talk with shell where there's always variety in life to help you'll keep tuning in sunday nights at 8 p.m central time you also can find coffee talk with shell as a podcast on itunes as well as, of course, the archived episodes on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, but if you go to iTunes, look up Coffee Talk with Shell. Just remember, Shell spelled C-H-E-L-L-E. And in the meantime, let me find a song. This is one of my favorite songs by being called Wherever You Are. And Emmy, wherever you are right now, girl, I love you. I miss you. I ho- I'm praying for your safety. I hate that you had to go back overseas to serve already. You've been through so much. So wherever you are, sis, I love you. I'm here for you, and you're always in my prayers. Please let me know if you need anything. All right. So this song's for my dear sis, my dear friend, Emmy. Enjoy, y'all. Memories 
Wherever you 